Do not waste another moment of your focus on that which remains non-malleable. We, on the other hand, remain fully malleable. So let's take advantage of this. Let's grow, learn, adapt, bait, uplift, keep dropping pros like a gift, use the colander of time and sift, pick out the good parts and focus on those, leaving the chaff for the intolerable folks, let them invoke their folly's reproach, floods coming beyond the monsoon grab your boat, leaving you with more of a memory than a quote, always enhancing, never decreasing your hope. And the subjects are past, we should be certain to note. You know you've got a good buzz already. Or, in all fairness, you're really excited or really distracted. If you have in a frying pan on your stovetop, cooking an MCT oil, three slices of free pizza and you're just staring at that lid waiting for it to fog up waiting for that pizza to get nice and warm after you finished your 12 hour shift when after a couple minutes you notice hey there's nothing going on here and then you take a look at the dial atop your oven and notice that you never turned it on in the first place It's ironic. I do the most amazing, like almost hyper-coordinated stuff while I got a buzz on. Yet, when I'm sober, I can't park my car if I pull right into a spot. I don't know if it's because I drove a smart car for two years and now I'm driving a big fat Jeep. Even though it's the smallest Jeep, it's a Renegade 2017. Uh... That's a pretty cool car. I like it. But yeah, I can back it in just fine because it's got that fancy camera with like the laser guidance beams. Like it's like the, you know, like at the stoplights, it's green, yellow, red. And uh, I dropped my cat's leash, which is the uh, the sudden uh, thing there. The change of pace and pitch and tenor in the voice right there in case you guys are wondering what just happened. Guys and gals, and non-binaries, all that are listening. Good buzz. I caught the leash before it hit the ground, completely. Part of it might have touched. But yeah, I use those little guiding lines, and I can back in to the point where it's like something that a professional valet attendant would do. With a parking job. Yeah, when I try to pull in after my shift after work, I get out of my car almost every night and have to get back into it to fix my parking job because I'm at least partially in the other spot. Saw a rather odd thing the other day. There was a man walking in black slacks, a green shirt, which was untucked, a big old pot belly. And a big black insulated bag. I bet most of you folks are thinking Bite Squad. That's what I thought at first. And I'm like, why is he walking in a large patch of common area 
where there's no residences or businesses in the immediate vicinity. And then I realized he didn't have a Bite Squad logo on his shirt or his bag. So I'm wondering if the gentleman thought of the unique means of stealing by popping into busy restaurants that have a Bite Squad sticker on their door and apparel resembling Bite Squad and just have the eager wait staff that are super busy as it is just hand them the food like, here you go. Like not even verifying that it's the person because I think Bite Squad like uh, Grubhub and Uber Eats and Waiter have your picture there so they can verify it's going to the right person. But, you know, in a hurry, I'm not going to specify any details on the gentleman as far as ethnicity goes or at least how his ethnicity appeared. But if they're not using a close attention to detail, they're just going to hand them the food. I wonder if that's a new racket and I just inadvertently discovered it. I'm almost certain that was what was going on. I mean, why would anyone dress in that manner with one of those bags if you weren't really a Bite Squad person? And remember, folks, the Me 3 bowel movement starts here. I had to throw in random silliness. It's like almost cliche at this point on this show. Random silliness must be present. So I'm driving on the highway today and uh, finished doing the vocal warm-up, sang a couple songs off my record just to get the voice going before I start talking to people on the job and doing this. And I uh, go to turn on the Philip DeFranco Show podcast and it just starts playing Descending Angel by The Misfits. Then all of a sudden... I think someone ran over a down pillow or something because there was just like feathers floating down on the highway. It was just the strangest thing. And uh, two different locations today, I saw eagles hovering just above my vehicle. Just interesting stuff. Makes for good pod. Probably my favorite grocery store Uh, in the Greenville area is Publix. But going there during the day, you can easily be deceived. They have these uh, quote-unquote express lanes, but they generally during the day have the oldest, slowest people working on them, so it's not very express at all. Oh, the irony. I don't know if they do it to make the older folks feel better not sure what the reasoning is if I ever go in there and I'm not in uniform maybe I'll ask the question in a nice way to a non elderly manager I guess so rather than going through the whole process of changing phone companies with the grievances I was having with my data on AT&T I just switched to an unlimited plan um Obviously, that was a bit of a mistake, as now my auto pay date used to be the 14th of every month. They hit me like four days early and $100 more than what was anticipated. And it wasn't at all what I was quoted when I switched plans. Kind of frustrating. I'm guessing there's some kind of proration charge in there. 
But yeah, overdrafts. Yay! Thankfully, it was just one on that account. Wound up with another one on the other account today because I set credit cards to auto pay and forgot that I set that. So, oh well, at least the credit card payment happened on time. Could be worse. And I shall bounce back. So I had another ace of base moment, you know. I saw the sign. Yeah, um, I was taking a delivery and there was a train in the way in Taylor, South Carolina, trying to get onto Rutherford Road. And I marked it in ways so other people would know um, that there was an obstruction, that the route would not be viable for others. And uh, it rerouted me up like one street and like right as it said to turn like I could see the end of the train and then the car that was waiting for the arms of uh, the crossing booth I guess you'd call it whatever the thing is that the arm that comes down that blocks it when a train comes so you don't get obliterated by said train um the car that was parked in front of it the prefix for the license plate was CRK and for those of you who didn't already know I am Christopher Robert Carabin just more signs maybe something great's about to happen for me soon I hope um, on the lighter side of things and great things happening uh, big shout out to Nathan Henry I love you bro uh, thanks so much for back to work on my record um, we've got three songs that are radio ready so we're getting very close to going through the process of releasing it all across the plane so thanks again bro I love you in a rather odd occurrence I had a delivery um, where the customer was a lie Yes, it was a it was a low ball delivery, but after feeling guilty about rejecting one delivery for my delivery company, I no longer reject them. I just accept all of them. So I accepted it, and it, of course, showed on the tip section a zero point zero zero, meaning there was no tip involved. And it shows the customer's first name, and it's Ivory. Something about this just seemed fishy to me. So I make the delivery. She was nice, but not in a monetary sense. She did not tip me at all. And her very existence is a deception. There was nothing about her that was ivory. Nothing at all. Just a total lie. A blatant disregard for truth. Ivory? I don't think so. There is nothing about her that is a product of elephants. So a uh, big shout out to Discount Tire on Congaree Road in Greenville. Um, they let a new guy set up my appointment to get new tires put on my Jeep because I had a bald tire. And uh, I showed up for my appointment. And they informed me that they did not have the tires in stock. However, I had already been quoted a price. So I got way better tires for the cheapest tire price. Um, 
a little bit of bad luck in this regard though as um, I bought the vehicle pre-owned um, not a lot of miles on it only about 25,000 somewhere in that range but the previous owner um, I don't know if they attempted to change a tire themselves or what but uh, one of the lugs had been uh, torqued too much and it was stuck on there so I thought this was going to be quite the expense and of course like I have no spare time to make other appointments or do anything else I'm always working while businesses like that are open but uh, I end up taking a delivery out to Berea South Carolina and there was a mechanic shop that I pulled into and uh, I showed them what was going on there, there, there were some um Spanish folks there, very nice Spanish folks, and there's a bit of a language barrier, but I showed him the problem, he fixed it, and I asked him how much, he said nothing. So he, he took the, the stuck stud out of my wheel, so then I was able to get that last tire change, so I'm rolling around on new tires, and uh, I will make sure that I find out what the name of that garage is, and I will uh, get it in the episode notes just as soon as I can get out that way again and look. So I just got out of the theater, the IMAX in Simpsonville. Took a quick glance at my phone after my shift ended, after I took my last delivery, and uh, I thought I saw the Meg was showing in 3D at the IMAX. So I headed straight there. I got here just in time. Showed my media pass. Was hoping. Was hoping to get a discount. But uh, apparently they don't give a discount to the press anymore. Because pretty much anyone with a blog now is press. Even though my laminated credentials clearly say radio host, certified media personnel. So I go into the theater, and surprisingly, there's no one in it. I literally get to pick my favorite seat, which is the very back seat of the theater. No one behind you, and dead center. So that was dope. For about the first... 15 minutes and then this guy walks in and sits in the same row as me all the way back but as far left as you can go and he's got something that I think in 2018 with our knowledge of intermittent fasting and ketosis should not be allowed in movie theaters anymore I know it's synonymous with it but popcorn now that the sound in movie theaters is no longer blaring is really a distraction. So this guy's crumpling his packaging that the popcorn's in, and of course the actual sounds that the popcorn itself makes. It was obnoxious. Didn't let it distract me too much. It dialed in and focused on the entertainment at hand. The movie was, in my opinion, very enjoyable. They changed a lot from the novel... Uh, the situation with the Meg for me is a lot like with the original Jurassic Park. Um, when I learned Jurassic Park was getting ready to be released in the summer it was to be released. I don't have that 
the data with the specifics of uh, when it was launched. We have the internet, so we can search for it later. I'm recording this as I drive back from the movie theater because I work constantly. But once I learned that it was coming out, I read and reread the novel by Michael Crichton. I was so into it. I was so excited. Uh, come to find out, dinosaurs most likely don't exist. That's a whole different ball game. We're talking about a movie here. But I was super excited. Similar situation with the Meg. I saw a trailer for it and uh, immediately got the book and immediately ingested it in the easiest format for me to ingest a book um, with my busy schedule, which is, of course, the audio book. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I burned right through it, listened to it constantly and couldn't wait for the film and it lived up to my expectations. It was, it was very good. I mean, like I said, with most films, including the aforementioned Jurassic Park, there were minor details that were changed, which was good. It, you know, provided a different take on things slightly. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so I'm not going to go into detail, but read or listen to the novel and you can see the contrasts for yourself. Most likely, I will be trying to catch it again in IMAX 3D or regular 3D, if that's the only option for late night. Unless it's going to run in the theater for another week or so, in which case I may uh, adjust my schedule so that I can go and catch it and see it in 3D, because it was awesome. And there were little bits of dialogue in which I wasn't able to fully take in because I have a habit of getting distracted by rude people, which this dude probably unintentionally exhibited his rudeness. But I didn't take the time to talk to him other than the time when there was an emotional moment in the movie. Again, no spoilers here. And you really have to pay attention because it's dialogue-centric. And this guy decides to take out his phone and start playing on it. At this point, I turned over, looked at him, and I'm like, Excuse me, could you shut that light off, please? This is a habit of mine I've had for a while. There were uh, many times in many movies where I almost walked over and punched somebody in the face. I've since grown up and chilled out a bit, and thankfully in that situation, those people could tell what my eyes were conveying to them. You know, stop talking on your phone, turn off your Bluetooth, or your phone, or your Bluetooth, or your face may be broken. When I was dumber, I was a lot more prone to violence. Thankfully, it never came to that. People sense danger, so there was danger there. They sensed it. They reacted accordingly and uh, shut off their phones. I'm sure that in this case, if he didn't turn his phone off, I may have put him to sleep right in the movie theater instead of breaking his face. I'm nicer now. But again, something I need to work on and realize that 
in the moment, I mean, I realize it now that that guy wasn't doing what he was doing to intentionally diminish my experience in the movie theater. He was just doing what he naturally does. Some may define that as being a filthy anus, including myself. But so many just see the flashing lights and reply, shiny, sparkly. And apparently there has been some scientific studies done to document some sort of oxytocin release that you get from your cell phone. So maybe he was just addicted to it. Me, I understand art, not only appreciate it, but when I have the opportunity to, I try to totally immerse myself in it. And and trust me, at this point, it's a struggle for even me. I'll start thinking about a million different things. There'll be emotional scenes in movies that make me think of emotional things in my life, and I have to stop that and go back to the movie because I'm supposed to be watching the movie. I paid for said movie. And what all of this has reminded me of is that there's something missing from my life. I need to make it a point to go and see a movie every week. When there's one word seeing, of course. It's just right now I found myself in a position where because I'm trying to dig myself out of the hole I put myself into uh, with debt and bad decisions. I work pretty much all the time. Then when I get off of work, I'm trying to feed myself and love my three cats and my dog and play a little bit of uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which is the video game I'm working on right now. And I never, I shouldn't say never, but in a while, haven't taken the time to ingest a feature film. Just pretty much when I have opportunities to just sit and be immersed in entertainment, I've just been electing to play the video game. Because I'm a perfectionist and I had a failed quest in The Witcher 3 about a fourth of the way through the game, I started a whole new game and went deep back into it so I'm just past the part where I had to restart before being mindful and saving all the time in case I make a mistake that leads to a failed quest because I have a hard time dealing with imperfections just going in there and looking at the menu and noticing that there's an extra box there that says failed quests it appears that I've picked up a few more listeners And uh, I really appreciate it. How does the old classic saying go? Better late than never. Especially now when you can just go back and listen to all the old episodes. And watch it become what it is now. For better or for worse, here I am. But with the advent of the new listeners, could some of you please start interacting with the show? You can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. Let's make this a fun community thing. Come on, some of you guys got to be itching. 
I'll get you on the show. I'll get you on the radio. I'll get you on the internet. Hit me up. You want to come on here? Let's talk. It is so much easier to ramble on about interesting conversations and thoughts and situations. You have someone else to banter with. Remember to support your local no-kill animal shelter. Rescue a new friend and loved one. Do it now. Don't wait. Don't waste your money on an expensive breeder. You'll find a lot more happiness and saving a life, as I have done. And it is a great, rewarding thing and a great thing to look back on when times get trying, as they do so often in this life. As always, you are listening to True Fiction Radio on WDRB Media. Links to my Patreon and PayPal are in the description. And remember, if you're a slovenly fat person, as I used to be, thank God for fat shaming. If I didn't have fat shaming in my life, I would probably be dead from obesity right now. But if you're one of those slovenly people and you have a job delivering for a service such as Bite Squad or Grubhub or Waiter or Uber Eats or DoorDash or Postmates or any of those fine services, try to look the part. You know, you go to a nice restaurant like the Cheesecake Factory and you notice everyone's in nice professional attire. I keep on running into folks working for Bite Squad in particular that just really fit that slovenly description. Just baggy black pants that barely even fit. They're never tucked in. There's not even a belt. Like today I went to a restaurant to pick up food um, and I countered a situation that should only occur on a plumber and hopefully when we're not looking, just this, this fat whale of a man. And yes, I reserve the right to fat shame because I got pictures to prove my fatness, my former fatness, and I never want to get back to that again. That's why I'm very selective about what I eat. I make sure I exercise every day. And I fast, even on the days that are cheat days, like today. But even when I was a big fat guy, I made sure that my shirt was tucked in and my belt was tight. So nobody had to see my unpleasant crevice protruding from my pants on my backside. There you have it, folks. That's your public service announcement for this episode. And oh yeah... An update on the subject of my alcohol consumption. I have now gotten it under control. I only drink twice a week now on treat days. Which today is one of said treat days. And I'm just now realizing that there is no beer in my apartment. So I'm going to go to the local QT and get some fuel and some beer. Which is, I guess, fuel. And just maybe get started on next week's episode of the podcast or work on some new music I mentioned earlier Nathan's back to doing his magic and uh, hopefully the album will be out for all you avid listeners to listen to and uh, I hope to 
start up a new model for a band, uh, one where we all practice on our own time, get things tight, then I'll show up to check everyone's progress. And once everyone has the material down with their own little style and spin on it, we'll go out and start playing shows, potentially making a career out of it. I am so excited to finally get this music out. It's been such a long time coming, and it really is close, you guys. That being said, any of you avid listeners that want to participate, I would like to just have to sing, but I am fully capable of playing bass and singing or playing guitar and singing. But again, way easier to just sing and focus on one thing and really do it well so if any of you guys listening would like one of those positions including you nathan if you want to come back and play guitar i'd love to have you levi if you're listening and come back on the drums and i know you guys have your awesome thing the project called ugly more stuff coming from the band ugly when they have uh dates and uh an album release coming up i'll definitely be playing it on the radio for those guys because i love those guys but you guys can go to chriscarabin.com to preview the music. If you dig what you hear and you want to be a part of it, hit me up on social media. Or if you got my number, shoot me a text. As always, remember to be patient, love yourself, or you can't love anybody else. Try to bestow happiness and wisdom upon all of those you encounter. Live, love, learn, And most important of all, experience. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out.